0: Yes, Mets and Tricks, RDP. Ajo Mahi on Pi Radio, Manchester's number one youth led radio station. Welcome, this is Manga Masala, the South Asian show. My name's Gerns and I hope you're doing alright. Obviously, it's the run up to Christmas now, lots of hustling, bustling. Even if you're not feeling that festive, like myself, don't want to put a downer on things, you still can't deny there's got that, a bit of that Christmas spirit in the air, and we're only a few weeks away from the big day. I mean, even if you, if you don't celebrate Christmas, it's still. A day off basically for most people so it's nice to have that to look forward to so we've got another jam-packed episode again today obviously we started off there with a bit of met's and tricks and we actually caught up with them earlier this week to talk about their new single and yeah let's give that little interview a play and i'll see you on the other side best of all thanks for joining
1: us today how are you both Yeah, Yo, how are you man what are you saying
2: yeah mum, we're good we're, go- we're good man thank you we're good
1: so, you guys, you got a new single out. Congrats. Nice one, man. Appreciate Thank, you. Marks. Thank you very much. What was the process like, you know, behind making that? Because obviously uh, we have been, we listened to it, we're going to play in our show. Um, and it's nice to hear, you know, Carlos and I we were speaking just before you guys came on. It is nice to hear a bit of like a different sound because you guys are known for that kind of Punjabi garage, like typical kind of um, Brit Bangra kind of sound, which we will go more into later on. Um, and it feels a little bit different um what was that you know the the journey like from kind of where you started to where you guys are now in making this new song
3: i mean it's a really nice question and i think i'm going to answer it in two parts and i'm going to let tricks answer a little bit of the first part of your question but in terms of this track that's just come out now um shadi card featuring fusion uh fusion is is a hot artist He's out of bradford in yorkshire and um, he's dropped a few singles in in the last year he's amazing and this track really came about uh, we were working with this producer um in india he's called amit amit he was like sending us loads of beats and we came across one song that we really liked me tricks and fusion we uh we we, we started vibing and then fusion and tricks were like yeah and you know with this shadikal line and and then we just developed it, wrote this amazing track, tweaked it, did it a few times, mixed it. And then when we had it and we were playing it, we knew it was a banger, Um, but it wasn't finished there. Like the tune still wasn't finished because we had a vision that we need the visuals on point. Uh, And that's what our boy Akash, Akash Music, came in um, and just made this really amazing, unique, video story mm. movie whatever you want to call it um and that just made the whole song complete then do you know what i'm saying and it was a vibe making it like you said it was a little bit different but what i do like about this track is it fuses our culture and the rap lyrics and the theme about shadi god mm-hmm. you know what I'm because yeah do you know what i'm saying no matter what culture you're in that's yeah. a hot topic about getting married, and come on, when you're getting married, you know what I mean? So, we thought we'd do a little twist, make it a nice track, do our thing. Um, and it's, it's just turned out bang, and we, we're just buzzing, supporting it, you know what I mean? And in terms of where come from, I let tricks take over,
2: yeah. No, 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 appreciate the, the love that we've been getting for the new, this new track. Um, because, um, because the thing is, what we look tired like this. Yeah, you know what, we were the ones that created Punjabi genre, we created a genre of music and everyone known us for that, but we've also led the way of, you know, trying to have this identity with the Asian sound, you know what I'm saying, for the UK, do you get what I mean? Right. And so where I felt, where, where I felt this here is this gels it perfectly, you know, with the, you know, the, the Asian sample, the, you know, and the tricks, verses and hooks and, do you get what I'm saying, and with a nice Punjabi song. Do you get what I'm saying? It's yeah. like more 2021, 20, do you get what I mean? It kind of fitted well with, you know, what was going on around us as well at the time, you get what I'm saying? Because obviously sounds change, don't they? You get what I mean? And, um, you know, it's it was it was fun making this record.
1: You guys would say it's still very characteristic, like, mets and Trick kind of sound, but just an evolution of that sound then?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, and I think that's only natural, Halima. You get what I mean, because we're getting older, we're maturer as artists. You get what I mean. So like, it's it's nice for us to see, it's nice for us to see the development as well. Do you get what I mean? And uh, you know, which is you know really it's been really fun. You get what I'm saying? Because obviously now it, you know when we're in the studio, we're veterans in the studio. You know what I mean? We know what well we know what we want to make when we're writing the track. You get what I mean? So it's you know what I mean. It's been good. It's been good, and it's been good to get back in the studio and put out some tracks that people like, you know what I mean? Obviously, Jasha, like, a year ago, that was with Fusion as well, you know what I mean? So this is, like, the follow-up now. And, uh, you know, I'm just glad people are kind of getting, you know, we're getting a good response for it, man. so appreciate that, appreciate the love.
1: Interesting, okay. So going off of that then, um, how much would you guys say, when you are making, like, new music, um, how much would you say the music that you create is a mix of what is kind of intuitive, so what is kind of, like... Um, you're, you're just kind of following your gut and, and the sound that you like to hear and how and how much of it is you're conscious of what the industry is right now and what sound is popular right now? That's another good question,
3: that. I really like that question. We've never really followed the industry. Do you understand? We've never really been a part of mainstream industry. We've always had this niche and this, you know, underground element being an Asian artist, and yeah. you go back to our roots, you probably don't know where we come from, but we came from the garage industry, so we were known oh, in we were Man- fuck up. yeah, so we, we we were known in Manchester to do weekly garage nights, do you know what I'm saying but we've, all, we've always had a, yeah, a, yeah. an attachment with urban music so, you know, we've always been strong supporters mm. of hip-hop, rap, R&B Garage, do you know what I mean? Because we've always had a mixed, diverse range of friends from black communities, white communities, Chinese communities. So we've always been very diverse. But us being Asian and being a part of the Asian music industry, that's like a bonus for us. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? It's like our bread and butter. Um, and we don't, I don't really take like inf- I don't like follow, follow any like rules. Or follow like oh, I've got to make this trap track because traps in right now. I've got to make a drill track because drills. We're not. We we we've never really been like that. We know about party music, about bangers, and how to. We when we make a track, we want the track to last a hundred years. Do you know what I'm saying? We want a track to 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 go on to the generation and the next generation. Do you know what I'm saying? In it in it tricks. Hundred percent, man.
2: You know, and and, and and what I like about it is I think that, you know, we kind of captured that element and that essence again with this Shadika track. You get what I mean? Like the vibe of it all. You know, it's fresh. It sounds fresh. It's from the UK. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like. You know it's you know it's it's popping off right now you get what I mean so it's um, it's a good look it's a good look all around you know what I mean but like on the back of my says we've always been trailblazers you get what I'm saying we've always been more of them trailblazers setting the way setting the trend we won't really we don't really follow the fashion we might watch here what's going on and see where what's popping what's not popping you get what I mean that's you know that's normal because that's what you gotta do you gotta stay in tune you got to keep your ear to the ground ear to the streets because we know what's popping you get what I mean. That's what we gotta do. When we when we come, we bring our our brand, our identity onto it in it. And that's what I'm saying. Everyone knows us for that over the last twenty years, which we're blessed to be here, you get what I mean? You know, over the last twenty years, you know, I, like yeah. with bang- yeah. with bangers.
3: You get what I mean? It's not a disrespect to any artists that might be doing trap, that might be doing drill, because we enjoy listening to them. We enjoy the young artists that are coming up and that are being successful. We're really proud of that. Do you know what I'm saying? So you know it's not we're not disrespecting anybody you know when we say that I don't do this or I don't do that I love it because I, I love seeing the whole scene evolving with, with the young artists making moves getting crazy streams celebrating success like we're, we're and don't get me wrong in 2022 we'll definitely have some of those genres uh, and we'll have some of those tunes no doubt do you know what I mean but like Trick says we're trailblazers we like to you know what I mean set a trend we like to be a little bit different i don't want pe- you know i don't want people to say oh i predicted they were going to make that song that's that's what we, we we don't want we like to surprise you with with the flavors that we've got
1: okay cool no that's interesting because I was I was you know the, the word trailblazer I think you both have used that, and I think even is a really important word to use if we're going to talk about your guys it's like brand and the music that you make and the journey that you've been on um so it's interesting to hear you guys say that actually that's kind of like the number one consideration when you're making music is to be a trailblazer because that's been the mindset
2: you know what I mean the mindset for us Alima have always been you know originality is the key you know what I mean and you know and, that, and that's the advice that we've always given to every young artist or any artist going through listening be original that's how people will notice you you get what I'm saying you gotta have originality you know what I mean in whatever you do you know what I'm saying so you know that's always been important for us you know what I mean as a mindset so we've always had that mm. you know mindset
1: growing up now so speaking about the trailblazing and and kind of uh, the Punjabi garage scene that you guys have come from. Um, obviously, recently, Ministry of Sound. Um, you guys featured in the Ministry of Sound documentary. So again, congratulations to that.
4: Nice one.
1: It was it was really it was interesting because I didn't even know that this documentary had come on to like featured it on our show and um, we, we featured it on our on our channel. Um, but I so I'm not I'm not Punjabi, but I'm obviously South Asian. I'm British Asian and like brit, brit, brit bangra is a lot of what i grew up listening to and i thought about how much that was so formative in my identity as a british asian you know that kind of understanding that like okay we don't fit in quite we don't quite fit in completely over over here we don't fit in completely over there we are our own unique kind of sphere of belonging and one part of performing your British asian identity was music and then specifically was British music and then specifically within that with your guys's music um so I just want to ask a little bit about how what was that experience like of finally having I mean Ministry of Sound massive huge um having that documentary made having you guys featured having that recognition as well because a lot of people they'll know your guys's song they'll know the music they'll know the, type, the, the, the other songs in that genre, but they won't actually know it's Punjabi Garage. They won't know the relationship between those two genres and how it is its own thing.
3: And you know what? It's funny. It's so funny, Alima, because when that that email came through about almost a year ago, maybe less than a year ago, I thought it was a wind-up. Oh, really? Like, I was looking at the inbox and I was like, Tricks Ministry of Sound have just emailed us.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: In the email, and we like, I was reading it. And I thought, "This is a this is a prank. This this is someone having a joke." And I looked at it again, and then I thought, "Oh no, it's not a prank. It's actually, it's actually Ministry of Sound because when I looked at the email, and it had Ministry of Sound and then Sony Music. I was, hey, this is real now. They want to do documentary. I thought, right, let me phone him. Let me find out about what's what's going on because it didn't make sense really in the email, like." I thought mm, I, I, I know what's going on but I don't know what's going on yeah. so then I phoned him and and we spoke with uh, Big Up Cameron from uh, Ministry of Sound and Sony Music all the guys over there in London Um, he was like yo you guys you guys keep propping up you, keep, you know everything we're researching it's it's you guys are coming up and he told me a story about Young Singh and how he did a mix uh, during lockdown and just for fun, almost put it up on 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 SoundCloud, and he didn't. It he didn't realize it blew up like he uh. was shocked in shock that everybody was listening. Not only like his listeners and the people uh. that him as a DJ, but people in the industry uh. and artists were following him and bigging him up. And then they said, "Look, uh. we're exploring about doing this documentary, and we can't do this documentary uh. without you." But we have to have you involved. Will, will you be involved? Blah blah blah. So I was like, yeah. Then I phone Tricks. I said Tricks, and then Tricks chatted to him, and then he was like, okay, cool. We'll come to you. Yeah, yeah you know what? It's you know what? It's it's been it's
2: a, it's amazing recognition, and you know what? It's you know it's credit to the music that's been what that we made twenty years ago. Because like like that saying, you know, big up Young Sing and all these guys. Because what's happened is this your generation. It's like a DJ a DJ culture coming through. And if you're a young DJ and you want to play music in a nightclub, right? That Punjabi Carriage sound is one of the best. It's designed, it's designed to make you party. Do you know what I mean? So that's why that, that kid's DJ mix went off. Do you get what I mean? Because if you listen to that, them them records, it was like, oh, it's like I'll say to Mess's just sounds it sounds like a mess and trick set from 20 years ago. Yeah. You get know what I'm saying? So like when we would go in the nightclub, that's how we'd rock that club. You get what I'm saying? Like with them tunes, dubbae, and sadara switch switching, Gangana, BMC, Doctor zoo You know what I'm saying? Like you know, some Mets and some tricks. You know, we switch it up. You know what I mean? Differently. You know what I mean? And and what what it, what? And what that did was this because whenever we did them raids and parties, they went off. But like we said, it it's took them 20 years to recognise. Otherwise, before that, it's like an underground cult movement. You get what I'm saying? In the UK, you get what I'm saying? Which, yo, if you knew, you knew. If you didn't, you didn't. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's what the vibe was. And like you said, you knew about it. You get what I'm saying? If you was South Asian in the UK during that time and you didn't know about it, it was like, yo, where you been?
1: Yeah, no, I think I think, like, you can say underground, but honestly, I would say, like most the most Asian people like that sound would have really characterized their upbringing i mean it certainly did for me do you know what i mean um and it's interesting because we're talking about kind of you said you know Mets, you said about how the documentary coming out now in 2021 is testament to the music that you guys were putting out 2015 10 years ago um and you also spoke about young sing set sound like a metz and trick set from back in the day Half the kind of genre that you guys established and the way that 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 sound and that genre and I would say the culture as well that kind of within that sound, the way that that has persisted over these decades where do you see that now going in the future with kind of younger artists because in the documentary obviously one of the things that they had towards the end was this new kind of generation of up and coming like Brit Asians and how they're taking inspiration from what you guys did so where do you see that? Well, Well I think if you're a young artist or you're
3: a writer or a musician or a DJ, it's gonna give you confidence to know that you've got a you've got a genre of music now. You've got a generation of artists that have smashed it and paved the way for you. For you to write the next banger. Do you know what I mean? We don't know how many amazing artists are sat there now, ready to make that kind of sound. And you know what? We might have to jump on one of them tracks. Because it might be that much. It might be that if where that young kid would be like, you know what? It'd be a dream if I could get Mets and tricks on this track. Or if I could get so and so on a track, or if I could get young sing to mix it. Do you know what I mean? So for me, it's open the doors wide open. And it's telling people that, yo, do you know what? We make a we make a genre of sound, respect what we're doing, and we can make just as good music as what's out in the mainstream, because it is mainstream music.
2: You know, uh, on the back of that, it's like this, Salima, that what's amazing about that is this now, the opportunity is there, that's a genre of music. That's why I keep saying to people, you know, Mets and tricks are not just a song, in it. We're like, we're, we're a genre of music, you get what I'm saying? Like, you know, that's been created. Now, anybody now, any young kid can get on the technology that's available now, make a two-step beat, get a Punjabi vocal on it, yeah and Mm -hmm. rap on it and they've got themselves a track and it could be next level do you get what i'm saying like and that's what that's what's happened so now you know the way the way that you know the kids are now the way that it's available for this younger lot the all the information and the data how to make music and get music it's easy to do you know what i mean you don't have to go to these big studios anymore you know what i mean it's amazing because they're making amazing music do you get what i mean and that's what's amazing about it because like we're saying, and obviously ministry has recognized that, that that genre of sound, if you get it right, it's one of the best sounds you can have. You get what I'm saying? Like it'll always bang. You get you know what I mean? It will always be there, and that's what that's what's amazing about it. Do you know what I mean? But what it is, no one would have thought that 20 years ago. That's why. That's why it's really. It's really hard to fathom right now. It's massive. You know, we've been doing interviews with people, you know, and everyone's like, yo, you know, can you f-ing believe... It? Ooh, sorry, right, you know what I mean? Can you believe... You know, why my language, but I'm passionate about this. But, like, can you believe it? How did you think that this was going to be like this? Do
3: you get that? My... Do you know what, Halima? When I watched it, mm. it, it goosebumps.
1: Yeah, it, yeah.
3: Because some that. of those pictures, uh, you know, some of them were stills. They were photographs. Mm. And I saw a couple of myself, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember that gig. Oh, I remember that in in Leeds in Evolution." Um, and also, it's a part of our history now. And God rest his soul, rest in peace to Cully. You know, yeah, all right. yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. some people have lost their lost their lives, and they're no longer with us. But they were part of that history. Uh, for us, it's very very emotional. But I'm very very proud, and I'm very honoured that young Singh, You know. Did this saw it through, executed it, DJed and pushed it, and connected with all those lot. B- because let's be honest, you know you can get selfish characters in the music industry. You can get selfish people that might have their own. Money, but this guy didn't. He involved everybody, and he painted a picture, and he told a story, and he presented it to the world's biggest dancer in one of the world's biggest record labels. Do you know what I'm saying so for us for us it was very very special and you know I'm not, I'm not gonna I'm never gonna forget this but it's there now it's in the archives it's there forever
2: yeah man and it's something to celebrate to celebrate as
3: South Asians do you get what
2: I mean because you know what I mean like nets was saying you know the other day you know like we did it do you get I me mean? because as South Asians we all stuck together didn't we and we all went and rocked up together and enjoyed it you get what I mean and went to the Mellas and went to the parties you get what I'm saying otherwise it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have happened do you get what I mean? And that's what I keep on saying. Like that's why we love to make that type of music. You know, that's why we're really happy to be back making music. You know, for you know, for the people again. You get me?
1: Yeah, I think for me, like as a fan of the music, it was it was it was sick. Like it was sick to see the fact that the kind of because obviously a part of being a minority, like your your culture and your people and and your music and all of that, it's not recognised as the mainstream. Do you know what I mean? So you kind of grow up kind of having this kind of uh, little pocket of, of culture, this little movement within your own communities. So to see it celebrated on such a wide platform, because Ministry of Sound is not a exclusively South Asian platform, you know, like it's, it's, it is global recognition.
3: It's one of the world's biggest dance labels
1: yeah 100 100 even for me as a fan to see that it was it was sick and it is because i think the moment and the genre and the and the, and the kind of history that you guys created was historic we've spoken obviously about legacy a lot so about what 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 came before and and we spoke a, a bit about kind of lineage as well about so what's to come um in terms of the genre i just want to ask very quickly what have you guys got in store what is your aspiration for yourselves for the culture for the genre i'm not sure if you
3: you you've caught our social media but we we've launched a podcast
1: yeah yeah the
2: state of flow the state of flow halima you know
3: you know you know -hmm. and it's about everything it's about what's going on it's about music it's about life it's about entertainment it's about you know social issues that are going on in in everyday life Uh, and, and that's something we're passionate about and and we're hoping that in 2022 we can start getting guests involved and grow this and we, we know we're starting literally from right from the bottom in terms of uh growing our audience in the podcast world. but we're really really happy about that and we're proud of it and we're we're up for the graft we're up for the the challenge and we're really enjoying doing that and other than that continue to to drop more music I've got some amazing uh Punjabi Garage tracks coming I've got some hip-hop tracks I've got some trap um, you know, and I, I, I am we're, we're, we're currently writing something on, on a drill beat as well because I, I do feel that you know may, maybe one one drill track would be uh, um, uh amazing, but I want to do it slightly differently, not what you you know, what I'm saying, yeah, man yeah, man, that
2: sounds pretty much that pretty much wrapped that up nicely, mess, you know, what I mean, you did the <laughs> nearly covered it nicely there. basically, keep a lot, keep it locked for the podcast. And keep it locked for some new music, you know what I mean? And that's what it's you know, that's that's what it's about because that's what we love doing and that's what we're known for.
1: Well, thank you so much, guys, for your time today. Um, honestly, it was really, really nice connecting with you both. Um, it was really good to speak about kind of where you've been, where you're going. Um, nice touch base, and honestly, I'm, I am excited to see kind of what 2020 is going to bring.
3: You've got to probably be one of the most interesting and best interviews i've had in a long time interesting? Aww, that's
2: really hi. nice of you to say Mes. no you really you had some really good questions there uh, really enjoyed it that's nice it's nice to um but like i said you know you know on a final word you know what i mean you know Shadi god the new single is out now um go download it stream it. it's on apple music amazon music spotify music you know um let's download that let's stream it watch the videos on youtube Uh, you know, that's doing something, you know. I mean, that's that's doing really well. We're getting a great response for the video, so big up a gosh music. Uh, we just
3: 250,000 views, uh, and that's just just under a week, so we're absolutely buzzing about that, yeah, mum.
1: Congrats, guys, and um, yeah, thanks for your time. Before we wrap up, John, just quickly plug your socials. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, it's M E T Z N for November
3: T R I X, that's Mets and Tricks. Follow us on. T- a TikTok at Metsantrix on Twitter and on Facebook. See you later. Love.
0: Yes. Kami Kane, Lucky, Freezy, Dadaflow, and Joash on Pi Radio, Manchester's number one st- radio station. Monday lit, the latest big Asian tune to come from Manchester. And we've been very happy to champion it all this time. And we've sort of got the godfather oh, of all that. <laughs> I
4: wouldn't go there, I wouldn't go there. Um but no, I mean like uh, first of all a great tune by um um Luke, Kami Kane, Jawash, Dada Dadaflo and uh Freezy. Uh, but no I've worked with work, I've worked with three of them. Mm-hmm. Um some almost a decade. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Kami Kane.
0: Yeah, and for the people listening this is Mr Sam Malik. Welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to have you on.
4: No pleasure's mine. Thank you very much for inviting me.
0: Cool. So, for the people listening, do you want to maybe just tell us a bit about your background, what you do, and obviously rep in Manchester.
4: Yep. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so just kind of keeping it concise. Um, my background's running studios, and through that, done a series of music management, music projects, um, and things like that. So, as I was saying, you know, the three guys on the previous track um, are pretty much. I've been involved in my journey as much as I've been involved in theirs. Um, and, and quite recently, I'm working with an, a contact Manchester. And through that, there's a lot of more Manchester-based project international-based projects that I'm working with. So, yeah, so my my, my background's pretty much running recording studios and managing music slash artists.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. So, <coughs> obviously, when you reached out, um. We, we knew each other obviously, yeah, obviously we've yeah. with a lot of the same crowds yeah. but it's my understanding that going into 2022 you've got big plans for events for series so do you want to just get into what um, that is? Yeah
4: so one we started a couple of months ago uh, Monday Mike night which is um, an open mic night that happens every first Monday of the month um, and I kind of inherited that um, so that, that open mic night was running monthly since 2002. Um wow. And then there was a bit of a dip. Um, I took, got involved with it in 2017 and eighteen, But then the building, Contact Theatre, was going through a renovation project. It was like, right, okay, as soon as we back up, up and running, it's one of the events that we're going to do. Um, but the the event title, it, it had, you know, some other... Um, Uh, prehistoric drama attached to it but also I used to run an open mic night slightly separate to this um, that used to be called Monday Mic Night so it was like a merge of brands um, and then we got the funding and we got the money to run it whilst it was lockdown so I did the artists that I was going to work with um, the first eight of them um, we did a video series which was a very lyric like video d- very daily duppy style um is it the one with the purple, purple background, background. Yeah, yeah, so, I, yeah we've
0: always been talking about it but i like it was had in the back of my head but yeah yeah, yeah I know what you talking so about, yeah.
4: that was basically um uh, during uh the pandemic slash lockdown um yeah so we did them and then from november onwards we've started running it in person um and yeah it's 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 been a regular sold out event um i have to deal with the problem of people trying to get in after tickets are sold out which is a problem you'd rather mm-hmm. deal with than the other way around as we were saying off air before I'd yeah, yeah. rather deal with a busy night than uh, not a busy night Um, but yeah i think what, um, one of the most important thing for that event is it's a platform for emerging musicians uh, one of the vibes that i one of the vibes that i try and portray and preach to the musicians that i'm working with on any of my projects is go and test a song that's you're still making you know that's the kind of event it is but it's unfinished it's not you know um and then what, b- because the audience is 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 musicians and fellow creatives there's a different vibe about that event so we don't get your regular punters that come to that event um it's more fellow creatives fellow poets rappers singers or anyone that's involved in the manchester music scene um so yeah so the vibe's slightly different um I'll go to the next point, which on the one on the first Monday of January, which is the third, Joash is doing his EP launch, mm-hmm. uh, which you're invited to. Yeah. Um, Definitely looking forward to being yeah, there. Yeah. So um, last month we had um, um, an artist called Lay Full Stop. Um, mm-hmm. She did her, so she was the headliner, for example. The month before that was No Space. Mm-hmm. <coughs> um, so yeah, so every month I'm going to try on, when I say a headliner, it do not have to be like, you know, a big established artist, I don't think that's the priority. I think with Joe Ash, for example, if, if if no disrespect to him, he's still emerging, I wouldn't call him established yet. However, because he's co- he's coming with a body of work, he deserves the respect of, you know, it's it's not just one or two songs, it's a full body of work, he's got a full set to his name.
0: Yeah, exactly, and obviously, he, as you say, he's emerging, but the songs that he has already done have been well received. Yeah, so yeah absolutely. He's, he's, I mean, he's got that ste- those stepping stones.
4: Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, you know, when I was saying emerging, I'm not, I'm not taking any limelight away from Joash. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think he's been doing great work. Uh, we've been doing great work together. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. Um, I'm looking forward to what Joash is gonna do in the next 10 years as mm-hmm. the phone call that we had the other day. Like, yeah. I would like my relationship with him professionally and personally to be 10 years. So, The plans that me and Joash are talking about are 10-year plans.
0: And it's mad because obviously this isn't to say putting any limit on what you can achieve by a certain age or anything like that. But I think it's more pointing out how talented he is at the age which he's at. Because in 10 years, he's not even going to be 30 yet. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Like
4: he's already, I mean, I remember when he, so the project that I I deliver is called Level Up. So it's a year-long project that works with uh, musicians that are at the verge of breakthrough. Um, and then works with them for a year and, you know, they kind of get um, um, X amount of studio hours for free. They work with industry, active musicians, whether they're producers, mix engineers, etc. But also we finance their whole body of work. So the music videos and everything that they launch is part of that project. And I remember when Joash applied, um, he already was on BBC Asian Network. (laughs) Um, And I thought, right, okay, that's amazing, because one of the things that I'm trying to do right now, and it's not because of the background that I come from, from an ethnic um, point of view, but I'm excited with British Asian music. Um, I predict that within the 10 years that I'm talking about, there'll be like Grammy award winners um, within the British Asian music scene um, and, and... being a contributor and a, a, a fellowship of that scene, uh, I would like to have a small slice by the time it does that, not of the Grammy award, but the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of the work that people like me, Cami Kane, um, On The Beat um, and everyone that's doing that team, is, is it's not so individual, it's more scene development. So we predicting and working towards the Manchester British Asian music scene to, 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 to really like blow the roof mm-hmm. um, with the talent, people like Joash, you know, Bobby Bobby Friction calls him the glue of Manchester right now. <laughs> I've called him the Brown Pharrell because um, yeah. everyone wants to work with him.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Everyone wants to work with him. I'm, I'm glad having, to hear that. Yeah, so I'm I'm entertaining phone calls right now. Oh, is They want to work with Joash, and it, it's exciting and fantastic and mm-hmm. one thing I love about Jawash um, and to be honest like Dada and Kami Kane is the versatility Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I think the British Asian music scene that these guys are developing is 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 multi-genre, breaking down barriers. Uh, like the conversations that I like, said, I told Jawash that I want him one day to be on Rolling Stones or um, 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 GQ and those kind of magazines, mm-hmm. and I, only because I see the marketing machine of music going brown very soon.
1: Mm.
0: So, what do you think it is? Obviously, you just said. That everyone um, who's doing bits right now is very versatile, but um, you've said in the in past few minutes how you've been in the game now for like 20 years. I'm I'm presuming at least because yeah. it's 2002. Um, so you will have seen obviously what we may call the first wave of British Asian mainstream. Yeah. Um, and now if we're talking about that, maybe happening in some form again to the level of Grammy Award winning, yeah, etc. Yeah. What do you think it is that it what what's it, what is it about now about that's this same wave of artists that's like Ooh. making
4: that 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 is a quite a multi layered question. I'm thinking that I mean this is where it comes down to really. I think the consumers of that music is getting diverse. Um, so if you look at um, if you look at like the whole drill and grime scene, there's 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 plenty asian rappers and singers that are already on like those channels so uh, i won't mention those channels but you know those kind of channels out there um, they're already there and then you think hang on who are listening to these are these like asian listeners or is it a wider listener which i think that's what it is um like if you go back to whole crompton nwa album they went platinum then because the white man was buying it Mm -hmm. you know if it was if it was their fellow um, Afro Caribbean communities that they they yeah, would have made it platinum only goes so far yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that's what's happening to the music um, you know there's there's Asian musicians that are performing in, in Glastonbury's and you know your Reading and your V Fest and things like that um, mm. th- you know they're going there and I think this is where it's happening but also there's 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 diverse music being made um, there's nothing wrong with your traditional Asian sounds at all but I think the current wave of British Asian musicians are making music um, that were making music music based on the influences Mm -hmm. um, that they've been growing up which weren't necessarily your Bollywood and your Bangra and your folk Punjabi or your folk um, Pakistani you know like it it wasn't that kind of music Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah so I think that's why so that wave of music is a the consumerism is a lot more diverse
0: sure I think it's nice as well when an artist can do both as well like they don't necessarily need to always be using in Bollywood samples yep. or always be doing this that the other and am going to play a bit more music now and this first track we're going to play is actually a perfect example of that so it's Freezy's new track Shout No out, Time Freezy. yeah definitely Shout Out Freezy obviously he's released tracks before which have been completely western yep. in yep. a yep. sense yep. but then he also brings out tracks that have got that fusion element yep. to it and this is one of them and it's nice to not necessarily know what to yeah. expect. Like it's still got that like, freezy spin on it, but yeah. So it's gonna give that a spin now, and we'll talk more when we come back. But yeah, yeah, this is freezy. No time. Just gone four o'clock. We're still here with Sam Malik. Again, it's a pleasure to have you on the show.
4: Well, once again, pleasure is mine. We're having a great chat here.
0: Yeah. No, definitely. It's that classic thing, like I always like get chatting to um, the guests, and then it's either. It's either that I'm like, no, let's stop chatting because this is stuff that I want to chat about, like, on <laughs> yeah, air. Yeah, Or it's that we start chatting and it's like, oh, wait, the song's finishing, got to yeah, come back yeah, on. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, I can, I can imagine that.
0: But, yeah, obviously we've talked a bit about why you think there's so much high potential for the British-Asian scene and especially Manchester-British-Asian yeah. scene to blow in the next 10 years. Um, I'm curious as to what your thoughts on specifically um emerging manchester um manchester artist of asian um, heritage how do you feel they fit within the general um up and coming manchester scene Mm -hmm. do you feel like they're sort of in their own lane or is it do they come part and parcel in it like because obviously everyone everyone always says oh yeah manchester's got a great scene coming up But do you think that um the british asians are kind of valued or seen in the same sense
4: we've got work left to do mm. in that um and which is one of my motivations with working with these artists and i've always said it when i started working with <clears throat> like dada kami kane is that that is the goal where conversations are happening um uh, with that scene in 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 rooms where that it's never happened before, so we were talking about your Rolling Stones and your GQs and and your your, your you know your things like that. Um, I think it it belongs definitely, you know, because the you know the the British people that contribute to the music market on a wider scale. I think there needs to be um uh uh, uh, an acceptance and i don't mean that from a place of sympathy but uh, an acceptance from the consumer of that music where and it's already happening if you think about like the afrobeat scene like like latin hip-hop did it you know french hip-hop did it you know where language was irrelevant and you know these tunes were being rotated in clubs in festivals in in radio stations etc so i think that answer to your question i think it they deserve to be absolutely is it happening um not so much um do i see it happening yes um and i think that's pretty much um i think what we were saying off air before is it's one of the drives of of me working with these guys Mm -hmm. is trying to get it played um on 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 mainstream channels um um, and and being uh, british asian is not a barrier but it's an actual lens to look through or you know that these are you know this is um music may, being made within the uk out of a niche community that has a universal because that's what people like jawashes and dada songs etc they've got a universal audience mm-hmm. just right now it's just rattling around in manchester
0: yeah there is literally so much potential and yeah. i've
4: found that in general i don't think it's just
0: music i think it's anything creative at the moment there's so much to consume Mm -hmm. is so readily available just on your phone you can scroll and find whatever that sometimes the 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 core talent and that that you see and you're like yes this could really do really well in such a wide Mm -hmm. audience i want to say overlooked but maybe just doesn't even get a chance to even come to the limelight just because there's it's fighting so much just to be heard sort of thing But, well, yes, that's why it's really good, obviously. you've got. But there's a lot of work.
4: There's a lot of work. I mean, like, for example, some of the international work that I'm doing right now and getting prepared for um, is we're just basically trying to make little, little cracks in Canada, Paris, Denmark, UAE, India, like little, little cracks. And and I think once that little crack's there, then more and more water can just see through and just make sure. that, you know, crack bigger. Um and yeah, I I wouldn't say you know there's there's um, um, any other challenges apart from you know what the usual challenge is from any up and coming artist is trying to go international is the networks that you have um, and also your sound as well it has to be universal so there's plenty songs around the world or even you know what we've listened to has a very um, time framed sonic vibe or it has a very local vibe um you know Afrobeats for example is not new it's only when they started using certain you know vsts and certain plugins and certain singing styles etc that it got out into the world uh, on, on the western world same thing with the you know, music things that like imran khan do you know it was quite that's why i i, I respect erani R&E a lot because he that was craftsmanship what he did so he was bringing in the North African vibe, the Asian vibe, and the European vibe together. Like, if you listen to those beats, everyone will call it Euro-hip-hop. Like, people that don't understand what he's saying, mm. that's Euro-hip-hop, That like that's what's happening everywhere in European um, 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 uh, music market. But then, vocally, you know, he's Punjabi. You know, his songs are Punjabi, so everybody else that's there's Asians. I mean, I'm not Punjabi, but I appreciate every single one of his... Tracks on the album, on the album, I think the album was a masterpiece. Um, um, but yeah, so I think that's pretty much what what I think. Yeah, absolutely, they belong. Um, and also there's a lot of work that needs to be done to kind of remove those barriers and sure. take away the fact uh, that they're brown. Yeah,
0: it's such a tricky one, isn't it? Because it's like you want to champion, like that's what we're trying to do on the show, we're trying to champion. Um, south asian artists music particularly um up and coming artists as yeah. well but then you don't want it to just be a case of ticking brown yet yeah, yeah, you know, you know what i mean yeah. like th- you want them to be recognized for their talent as yeah. well so it's such a fine line um probably going um, to um come into the end of the interview now but just to wrap things up, do you maybe want to just remind us or let us know what you've got planned coming up and also where people can find you on socials?
4: Yeah, so the most immediate thing is, I know you're going to speak about it Um, uh, I think next week or the yeah. week after, but I might as well just say it. So Joash's EP is dropping um, on the 13th, mm-hmm. which is in a couple of days. There's pre-saves links out there. So if anyone's listening that supports my work, Joash's work or anybody else's work, please do go and, support that um so on the 13th he's he's dropping his debut ep and then on the 3rd of january he's doing a launch night um and i think the ticket link is on my bio and the best place to try and reach out to me is is uh, actually wherever you want to go whether it's twitter facebook um instagram um linkedin um it's sam malik social Mm -hmm. so just my name and then social all one word um um, i've not done a google check for a while but i think i'll, I'll come up on maybe page number two now because you know <laughs> a bit quiet but yeah uh, sam malik social you'll be able to find me throughout any platform
0: sweet okay well thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us thank today you for having me. yeah it's been really nice to have not i think you're quite unique in a sense aren't you because it's like obviously you're not necessarily an artist yep. you're not um you're just a general creative yeah. and it's nice to have someone in especially from manchester yeah, as well just yeah. to come and no, show and great. talk about what they're doing it's
4: great it's great to be here thank you cheers
0: so coming up on the show and soon we've got medley joining us to talk about all things being an independent artist the music all that jazz so stay tuned for that escape to my soundscape by medley and we are joined by him in the studio right now how are you doing
5: i'm all good thank you my
0: friend how are you i'm good thanks um, yeah, just to, this mic, so speaking through it like that. so I should have told that before. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> well, how are you doing? you alright? right. Yeah, blessed man,
5: happy to be here, mm-hmm. just
0: ready. Yeah, don't
5: even know what to say. To be honest with you, it's not not the best thing to say when you come onto a radio show, is it? No,
0: but like we oh, were saying before, obviously, but we've known each other over socials for a bit. So yeah. it's a pleasure to meet you in person My and voice, saying thank you for like the support that you've shown us over the past i don't know i don't know when did we first connect i can't remember is it like least six months ago i don't know the mango masala page yeah maybe a few months ago yeah
5: yeah i can't remember the exact date but cool yeah
0: so for the listeners knowing who may not know of you do you want to just give a bit of background about yourself
5: yeah so um my government name is hamza <laughs> my artist <laughs> name is medley um i'm an artist musician um actor from greater manchester rochdale specifically and yeah, I'm just a independent artist, bringing beats out, bringing out
0: bars, whatever it is you're looking for, I mm-hmm. might just have it for you. Mm-hmm. So obviously you're a musician and an actor, very um, creative field. So how did you get into doing all of that? So we're going to get into the deep stuff quite early. <laughs> um, so when I was 16, um,
5: my cousin actually passed away. He was like 32 years old. And literally from that moment, I was in college at the time and for me i was like honestly life is too short to not do what i enjoy i mean even in high school as well i used to like break dance and stuff so i was always in that creative aspect in that creative field to an extent but i think that push was from my cousin passing away and yeah i started it was with acting first actually music i actually got cracking onto that um and mid 2019 i actually started committing
0: to music properly mm-hmm. so how is it that you came up with the name medley then like what is that to do with <laughs> yeah so uh, <clears throat>
5: excuse me uh so i was very close to my grandma growing up um and she literally lived on a street called medley street and medley in itself it means variety and even in like my taste in music as well as the music that i released there's always variety in it i think mm-hmm. Um, If I could sing, there'd be even more variety, but can't do that just yet. But yeah, it's it's just building on those two things. So the variety aspect and that sentimental meaning from my grandma's house, because my grandma's house is where I had a lot of my musical upbringing, I guess, even films too. A -hmm. lot of my, who I wanted to be came from that house and the time I spent there.
0: Sure. So it sounds like a lot of it's quite sentimental in, in some respects and like nostalgic a lot of you as an artist as a creative has come from your past and your experiences as an individual yeah, so yeah it's nice to see you putting that into your craft um one thing i wanted to say about your um, work as well and it's it's gonna make sense why i'm calling it work in a second is because regarding your music a lot of your tracks, I would say, are more of, like, an experience than maybe music. That's bad. No, no, but That's a good thing, that's a good yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, because, like, obviously, it's... It, it It's not maybe what you'd expect. Like, I think when you go on Spotify, wherever you're expecting to hear songs, whereas mm. the stuff that you're pointing out, it's almost like a cross between spoken word and literal soundscape, like what you've just called that track. Wow. And it's interesting to kind of, like, hear that because like you're not really expecting to hear that but it's something that keeps on through, throughout your tracks and i think also what i really like is that you maintain that um manchester accent <laughs> which i that's one um what's it called qualm that i have is when like artists um just ditch their accent in favor of stuff i'm like please i mean like it. i can talk in a scottish accent if you want me to like rap like that Oh uh, but... here come the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> No, but um, uh,
5: thank you man but i've never heard that like my music being an experience i'm when you frame it like that, there are some songs that that fall within that category for sure. But it's actually very nice to just hear a different perspective because a lot of my my work, it's literally it's literally just me hearing it about ninety percent of the time. I don't really get that much feedback and stuff. But
0: yeah, it's just thank you. I appreciate that a lot. No, nah, no worries. So, like, what is the actual process that you go behind when making this music, and how, both in terms of the mental process, but also the physical process of like, what software do you use and that sort of thing? So,
5: the physical process, um, I use Lo- Logic Logic Pro X. That's Still what I in that is. Scottish accent. <laughs> yeah, I know. Can't get it off. Uh, Logic Pro X is what I use um, to produce. And when I first started in about <clears throat> end of 2019, mid-2019, um, I had the bars. I was writing. I've always been, like, a, a writer. But I couldn't make beats. I was, like, finding beats on YouTube and, like, oh, th- I like this beat. Let's make a song to it and then it got to a point where it was like I like I like some of these instrumentals yeah but I want an instrumental that comes from me that I can relate to do you know what I mean and when lockdown hit that was my opportunity just to learn the craft learn to produce and YouTube was my best friend I was just learning as much as I can still learning quite a lot too
4: mm-hmm.
5: and um, yeah so the way the process normally works um, <laughs> it's quite a basic process i'll just be sometimes i'll just be messing about on logic and it's just the beat if the beat resonates with me then i can start writing like every beat that i've written to so every song that i've released um there's always like imagery that comes into my head whenever i have the beat and then i just write from there so petition for example um it's that it's quite you can hear the south asian influence in it but it's quite a dark beat it's quite mm-hmm. I can't think of the right word, but it, it's it's emotive and dark. Yeah, yeah that's ominous. Ominous. Yeah, yeah, that's a very good word for it. And from there, like I could have talked about anything, but the thing that made me think about was the petition and everything that was experienced throughout it. Mm-hmm.
0: No, that's really cool. I don't think you maybe. Well, I wouldn't. Oh, I just think in today's mainstream music scene, which I know you wanted to maybe delve into a bit, you don't necessarily see that much. Um well a lot, I say a lot goes into music but not necessarily people opening up their entire selves and pouring it into it which is sounds like what you are doing essentially
5: yeah to an extent I, I guess with that I think that just comes from like my my time as an actor because you've got to not only know yourself but just be open to what's around you and the influences and context you've got to be open to everything and I think me within my character i'm a sensitive person like not sensitive in the sense that i'm emotional all the time but sensitive in the respect that i'm receptive to what goes on around me and i i'm an overthinker i think way too much and i think sometimes that's a bit obvious in the
0: music yeah but no but i think overthinking sometimes can be good when it comes to art because i you'd rather have more like that you can put into something 100%. then like be stuck and not be able to put that much into it so we're going to play a few more of your tracks now and we're going to play a partition that obviously you've mentioned but before that we're going to play go with the flow which um I had a brief like skim through your discography before today mm-hmm. just to make sure that I wasn't missing anything and Go With The Flow, I actually hadn't heard before, and I heard it, it it stood out to me. I don't know why, but it was my favourite, so that's why I've decided to play it. Wicked. But um, is there any particular background behind that? Honestly? um, No, not really. (laughs) Just go with the flow. It literally is what it says at the (laughs) tin. just go with the flow. Cool. So obviously that track, Partition, um, for those of the listeners that don't know, although I don't know how many people listening to the show wouldn't know, Partition is obviously referring to the division of Um, colonial India into India and what is now Pakistan or Pakistan and Bangladesh Um, so when you were writing that um, what you obviously talked to me about your general inspiration but was there um, is that part of your particular family heritage history
5: yeah yeah so um, my grandmother I only know my mum's side um, in terms of her parents and stuff but um, when my grandmother was alive she would tell me as a dementia came she'd have, like, little flashbacks, I guess. But I remember one time she told me there's a line in the song that is literally from her experience where she had to run over bodies to get onto the train. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And I think one thing, just, you know, taking a little detour, the conversation is, I think within our within our um, community, the South Asian community, we really don't acknowledge trauma. We don't acknowledge how that trauma from our grandparents can affect their children, our parents, uncles, aunties. Etc. And that bleeds onto us. Generational trauma is a real thing, man. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, it only took me the past few years to actually realise the the effects of that of some of that happened Mm -hmm. so many years ago. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I mean it's a mad thought to think that, like you say, something that happened so long ago would, like, still affect people generations down. But when you think about it, it's not that mad. Like. I think the past few years even, obviously it's nothing on the same level as what happened during partition or I know people obviously talk about generational trauma in regards to the um, slave trade as well. Yeah. Obviously what's been happening in the past two years is nothing compared to that. But even something that small, mm-hmm. well, again, I'm not negating any any bad experience anyone's had during COVID, but even something that's that small in um, when compared to this other stuff, something that small that is then... It's going to be felt for years to come. Like. The past two years are going to like, affect people in ways that we don't know. 100%. Especially if it's not acknowledged and it's not dealt with accordingly. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? For sure. So spe- speaking on the topic of obviously being a South Asian individual, um, as well as music, you're also an actor. I wanted to know, obviously, being in both of these fields, as part of the entertainment industry, what has it been like? Obviously, um, you are a South Asian individual. That doesn't necessarily define you. But I've found a lot of the time speaking to people that has maybe um, held them back in certain aspects or they haven't necessarily felt there's enough representation. So what's your thoughts on that as a South Asian individual in the creative industry?
5: I think, on the whole, there's like a lack of consciousness, a lack of understanding about what South Asian is, you know, I think, uh, if we're talking specifically on the acting side of it, I've had um, three agents prior to the one I've had now, and, you know, they've, there have been one or two incidents where there's been either Islamophobic or racist language used towards me, mm-hmm. and I hadn't received any support. Now, Is that
0: from the actual management or just during...? I
5: didn't receive my support from my management at the time, but... Oh, okay, got it, um, got it, yeah. The, the, essentially, it was like a director and producer. But long story short, he, accu- <laughs> he accused me of being part of ISIS because I asked him where his source was for a particular character that he wrote. And to be honest with you, with that particular incident, I think the guy had some sort of mental issue because he just... I don't know, I don't want to be demeaning, but it just wasn't a normal experience to be dealing with. it. I've been doing this since I was 16, so Mm. I generally know how to chat to producers and directors and stuff. But if we're going back to being South Asian, in the creative industry, I think there's aspects where it helps, there's aspects where it hinders, but what I've found, especially since lockdown, is that there are so many more of us than I thought there was, and people make it out as if there's not enough of us. There are plenty of us, and there's plenty of room for each and every one of us, because we all have some individual to give. Mm-hmm. There's a particular group I want to just show some love to, called South Asian artists. You can find them on Instagram mm-hmm. and Twitter. Because of these guys, I have been in touch and collaborated with actors, musicians, and there's so much more than that within that group. And I think it's about time, you know, we started realizing what we have, you know, as a as a collective everything we can bring to the table because you know um it is difficult to navigate any industry when there's a lack of understanding of where you come from or what your culture is and what you are willing to do and not do
0: for sure so what has it been like um maybe outside of your south asian identity um navigating the music industry as an independent artist yeah
5: so like i said started in 2019 um mid-2019 and honestly uh up until recently I don't I don't know if this is the right phrase to use but I had a bit of a chip on my shoulder I felt like everyone owed me some uh, everyone who like gave me some nice words like listen to my song listen to my song but at the end of the day people got their own lives going on man everyone's got their own thing to do and you know whoever vibes off it whoever gravitates to it I have just I've taken a bit of a step back and trying to get the attention of people and funnily enough, once I started doing that, people like yourself have been getting in touch, liking my stuff, and mm-hmm. I think that's just nice. But navigating as an independent artist is difficult, especially when you don't know where to start. So again, Google, YouTube, my best friends. Um, mm-hmm. At first, I was releasing music on SoundCloud, recording my music on my laptop mic in my cupboard. <laughs> and obviously, that's not going to give you the best audio quality, but there's, a been, there's been a lot of trial... Trial and error, essentially. Um, Finding a studio, learning how to record, learning how to use the mic, all the equipment. Mm -hmm. Um, What's the word? Promoting, marketing, even just talking to people. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a lot to do when you haven't got like a
0: whole team doing it for you, essentially. 100%. Yeah, but yeah, with regards to the whole like chipping your shoulder thing, I completely get where you're coming from. And I think especially in today's industry and today's environment where there's so much online, everyone's sharing what they're doing. It's very, and especially the way that these algorithm works as well, it's very hard to maybe feel a bit downhearted when things don't necessarily get the engagement that you want. And it's like, oh, is it me? Is it the algorithm? Is it like, what what do I do wrong? But like, I think you have just got to, trust have trust in the process essentially and just
5: yeah i think for me the the two main things that i learned was no one owes you anything okay. nobody owes you anything and that's so liberating in itself because then you can just listen to what you're saying what you enjoy and what you want to release and what okay. was the other thing now no one owes you anything and oh
0: how have i forgotten that <laughs> oh my god um gone out of my head completely yeah i that as a point in itself no one owes you anything you yeah. don't have to yeah but speaking about music in general what are your thoughts because obviously i'd say that the music that you're making doesn't necessarily fit within the realm of mainstream mm. but you as an individual do you listen to that much mainstream music and like what's your thoughts on the current scene at the moment
5: um i know drill is insanely popular right now but there's some that I like, but with me, my personal preference has always been an element of smoothness. So I don't know if you're familiar with Knox, but Knox K N U C K S. like a. It's just one guy. Just one yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, I thought but, so. Yeah, <laughs> I've not listened to his whole discography, but the songs I've listened to that have like that drily kind of um drum kit, I guess, on it. Mm-hmm. There's always like an element of smoothness, whether whether it's trumpets or saxophone or anything like that. I've always just been into anything that's smooth um manchester group that i'm really liking at the moment is children of zeus yeah yeah. they are game changers king kai akami fox glue 70 um i'm probably missing out loads but uh yeah I've, i ch- I actually gravitate towards more yeah i'd say probably r&b than i do rap surprisingly
0: mm-hmm. no, no no it makes sense in regards to like the samples that you're using mm. as well for sure Probably coming maybe towards the end of the interview now. Do you wanna just let us know what are your plans for twenty twenty two and also where can people find you on socials as well?
5: So plans for twenty twenty two should go with the flow take it a day at a time. But <laughs> um yeah, I've got works coming up. Um hopefully um if everything goes well, we may have an EP at some time during twenty twenty two. Um, hopefully as well. Some more live performances in and around Manchester or wherever else anyone wants me, I'll be running down there to perform <laughs> for you. And, um, yeah, if you want to find me on socials, on Twitter and Instagram, it's Hamza Medley.
0: H-A-M-Z-A-M-E-D-L-E-Y. Sweet. So we're going to finish with um, another track of yours that I chose because it's... The thing that's funny is that it's different compared to your other stuff, but it's probably the one that's the most aligned with what you'd expect to yeah. hear, like, in the current... Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a
5: complete fluke, that track. I just literally i was just again on logic made this beat and i was like whoa i really like this is like the fastest song i've rapped on the bpm and it's 150 mm. and everything else is like below that but yeah yeah
0: <laughs> if you enjoy it you enjoy it i love it too cool well thank you so much for thank taking you. the time to come on today it's Thank been you a for inviting me, meeting you speaking to you and thank you to all listeners as well. We're going to play Ghost in the Shell Freestyle and probably one or two more tracks after that. But this is us signing off. This has been Mango Masala, the South Asian show on Pi Radio Manchester the 3rd radio station. Make sure you're following us on Instagram, primarily at Mango Masala Radio. And yeah, we will see you for our final episode before Christmas next week, where we're going to be joined by Joash, who's debut ep is coming out on this coming monday um it's called summer's over so make sure you you give that a listen but yeah returning to the present we're gonna give medley's ghost in the Shell" freestyle a play now so we'll see you next week